Greetings, leaders, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Is Podcast Season 3, Episode 12, Unfaithful Leadership, The Dangers of Unfaithful Leadership. Faith is knowing without knowing. That's how faithful followers follow leaders. However, what is the danger of being under the tutelage of an unfaithful leader? Let's talk about it. Hey, greetings and welcome to another episode of Leadership is Podcast Season 3, Episode 12, The Dangers of Unfaithful Leadership. This is not a religious program. This is a business leadership development podcast. However, there are many leadership principles that can be drawn from different religious aspects, you know, different religious books and principles. Um, In the book that's called the Bible, there is a passage that says faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not yet seen so faith is knowing without knowing it's believing that something can will has and is happening or exists however when you are a faithful or an unfaithful person. I've heard Steve Harvey talk about this quite a few times, right? That when you say a prayer and, uh, you know, the only place that that prayer, the only address, the only street that that prayer is delivered on is on Faith Street. It's not going to be delivered on Uh, I doubt it's going to ever happen Boulevard or I doubt that, you know, it'll ever happen, uh, you know, street or I don't have time to wait, you know, for that avenue. It will only be delivered on Faith Street. So the question is, are leaders residing on Faith Street. Unfaithful leadership, right? There are, you know, a few things that happen as it relates to being unfaithful. When you're looking at from a leadership perspective, uh, research shows, right, that many of the organizations are Uh, building their leadership development programs based on a success model from a time that no longer exists. See, leadership is 26% innate, but 74% can be developed. So many organizations are really basing their leadership development programs from the great man theory. Right. It's an old, you know, theory that leaders are born and not made. But, you know, again, 26 percent of great leadership is innate. 
Like you can recognize that on a playground as a child where you can see, uh, you know, you can point out this particular child who organizes the rest of the children on the playground for the games and everything else that is uh, supposed that's going to happen, you know, at the playground. However, that's only the 26 percent. Right. But then the other 74 percent can be grown, can be taught, can be nurtured in individuals that have this leadership potential, show this leadership potential or don't realize that they have the, you know, leadership potential, but, you know, have some signs of wanting to be a leader. But unfaithful leadership in any organization and any company, right, can absolutely destroy uh, the morale of the employees or the followers and can absolutely um, aid in the corruption and toxicity of that company or that organization's culture. Unfaithful leadership. See, when you are more faithful uh, to a particular time, to a particular product, right? That's really antiquated in its method and antiquated in uh, its, uh, you know, uh, in its service, you know, antiquated in its quality, right? Because it's not based from a time or it's based from a time that no longer exists. See, leaders must uh, show the three mindsets of next generation leaders, which is to adapt, innovate, and connect to this current day and time. See, so that's what has to happen. See, unfaithful leadership is found in the attendance, is found in the participation, is found in the accountability, and of course, it's found in the culture of the organization. But that's not just from the employees or the followers. See, that happens next, right? That's that's a result of unfaithful leadership. But this attendance is also found in the leader. The leader is never there. In other words, if the leader of the organization, the leader of the company is never there outside of illness, outside of traveling, right, to represent the organization, you know, and the company, uh, they just are not present, even if like the um, I forget the group, I believe it was the the OJs. <laughs> it's an old group called the OJs, old R&B group called the OJs. They said, your your body is here with me, but your mind is on the other side of town. So even if an unfaithful leader's body is present at the organization, you know, in the company, their mind, their heart, their attention is somewhere else, right? And so uh, attendance is the same way in your employees and in your, uh, your followers, right? So their bodies may be there, but their attention is somewhere else. How, how do you know this? Well, you can look at 
The second part is their participation. How are they participating in the organization, right? This participation, you know, how is their morale? Uh, this participation is also found in the quality of the product and the service that they, uh, you know, that your organization puts out, which can lend to the deterioration of the legacy of your organization's brand. See, so you must be careful with this kind of thing. And then the third component of it is accountability. If you go back and read Patrick Lencioni's book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, he talks about how one of the dysfunctions is accountability. If you have an unfaithful leader who is, you know, not present and really not participating as a leader, right? being seen and being known for hands-on, you're right, then uh, the, that leader is not going to truly, uh, number. it's two ways of the, with this accountability with an unfaithful leader. Number one is that they're not going to hold people uh, accountable for their products and services and the quality of those products and services. Um, or number two, they're going to be hyper accountable to others and not themselves. They're going to, in other words, it's going to be a blame game. They're going to blame everyone else for the, what happens, you know, for the, the failure of the organization. They're going to blame everyone else for the organization failing. It's, they're going to say it was your fault. You know, the executive leaders, the frontline leaders, the team leaders, it's the employees who don't want to be there. They come to work just to get paid and blah, blah, blah. That's the blame game, right? But John C. Maxwell says that everything rises and falls on leadership. So if you're really thinking about being the next generation of leaders for your organization and for your company, you really got to think, is that really what you want to do? There's another book by uh, Patrick Lencioni that is, is called The Motive. And in this book, he talks more on the why of leadership, right? You know, uh, do you know why you want to be a leader? See, some leaders you know how to do X, Y, and Z, but are really not, uh, really do not have a strong connection to why they actually want to be a leader. So in a situation like that, no one is held accountable for the work or there is the blame game that's going on. And then number four, the fourth component, uh, the fourth, the fourth, the fourth component, pardon me, uh, try saying that fast, you know, about three times. But the fourth component uh, in this is the culture. You know, what suffers is the company culture, right? The company culture um, suffers uh, from this unfaithful leadership because, again, when bad attendance is from the top down or from the top up, participation is bad from the top up or from the top down accountability is not there you know or the blame game is there from the top from the top up or from the bottom down right <laughs> or from the bottom up uh, then you know the company culture is absolutely destroyed the company culture no one it likes 
no one else. People are gossiping, lying, backbiting on everyone else, right? Uh, the the quality of the service is uh, absolutely disruptive. Everyone's cranky. Uh, everyone is frustrated, right? Uh, there's no trust that's in this organization, company, or what have you. And then, of course, number five, what this does is this destroys uh, the brand, or the legacy of this organization because people will say, well, you know, that organization there, you know, they used to be, have you ever heard about that with a company, right? They say, well, they used to have X, Y, Z. Man, I remember when such and such and so and so about whatever company and organization, but now it's not like that anymore. You know, it's, it's gone down, it's watered down, you know. Here's this, this pop, you know, uh, that used to, have X, Y, and Z, or the soda, as people call it, right, has X, Y, and Z, but now it's, it, it, you know, the fizzle is not there, uh, it, it doesn't taste, it, it tastes flat, right, or well, the quality of plastics um, that is produced for certain, certain companies where the plastics used to be very strong and durable, but now it's flimsy, right, because people are cutting costs, uh, even with, I believe it was, uh, there's a certain um, soda brand, right, that you could clearly identify when you go into the store. But now they're changing that brand um, to, to be something completely different. And so now, of course, it's always going to be this learning curve and people got to learn how to adapt to the newness of this, uh, the new branding of this organization. But again, how many customers are going to be lost because of this new branding of this popular brand of soda, right, that they're doing. So again, we have to really consider all of uh, these things when we are, uh, uh, you know, striving to go into the leadership field. So the dangers of being an unfaithful leader is that it destroys the attendance, participation, accountability, the culture, and the brand. Those five things you got to keep in mind as it relates to, uh, you know, unfaithful leadership. See, it's, you know, and, and so the mindset of an unfaithful leader, right, you know, as it, as it relates to being in uh, ahead of this organization is they're no longer attached to the KPIs, the, 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 the key performance indicators or the core values or the mission of the organization, right? And then um, how this, this, you know, their mindset is not completely um, attached anymore to the policies uh, of the organization, right? And then they're not being faithful really to the products and services that they're supposed to be putting out. Um, because again, when you're looking at the participation and then the accountability piece that feeds into that, well, again, that kind of, that, that starts to deteriorate, right? That starts to decline right along with the attendance, the participation, the culture and the brand. So those are the dangers of being an unfaithful leader. What I mean by unfaithful leader is you have lost sight as a leader of where the organization 
should be going and can go, right? And as a matter of fact, you've also lost sight as being an unfaithful leader of where the organization is going. So if you're looking to be a leader, a great leader, keep the faith. Thank you so much for enjoying another episode of Leadership Is Podcast Season 3, Episode 12, The Dangers of Unfaithful Leadership. And we talked about the five points, right, of where you can see the unfaithful leadership. It's in the attendance, participation, accountability, the culture, and also the brand. Hey, listen, if you would like to have a half hour conversation about how JM Leadership Development can assist your organization with filling or building your leadership bench, please do not hesitate to reach out. You can call us at 828-333-7234 or you can send us an email at thejasonamohammed at gmail.com and we will respond promptly. And always remember, leadership is influence and service.